Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Boyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. Umatilla and Clackamas counties and the city of Salem will all be receiving federal money to make their roads safer. The nearly $3.7 million in grants are part of the Inflation Reduction Act's Safer Streets and Roads for All program. That all includes pedestrians, bicyclists, and drivers. Trevin Upkeys is a deputy chief of the Field Operations Division for the Salem Police Department. Joseph Merrick is the Traffic Safety Program Manager for Clackamas County. They both join us now. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Joseph Merrick, first, how many fatalities were there on Clackamas County roads last year? Um, We've just tallied up the uh, fatalities from 2023. We had uh, 29 fatalities in 26 different crashes on all roads within the Clackamas County, so regardless of jurisdiction. Hmm. How did that compare to recent years? We were down a couple fatalities from... Uh, 2022, which is good. Our three-year averages have been bouncing around between uh, 29 and 32 since uh, about 2016. So I think we're on a little bit of a downward trend right now. Hmm. And Trevin Upkeys, what about Salem? What what do recent numbers in Salem look like in terms of, of collisions and fatalities on Salem roads? Uh, so for, I don't, I, uh, I don't have the total collisions in the city but for uh, major crashes and fatalities we're looking at about um between 21 22 well 2021 2022 and then this year we're averaging right in that uh 13 to 15 for the uh fatal crashes and then um resulting in between 15 and uh, or right around averaging about 15 um fatalities within those crashes every year. So we're, we're, we're kind of holding steady with our average number of uh, accidents. What are the most common reasons for collisions or fatalities in Salem? Um, when we're looking at the fatalities, it's going to be um, vehicle versus pedestrian is 42% of our fatal crashes, and then it's followed by vehicle versus vehicle. Um, so obviously, when you're having a vehicle that's going to strike a pedestrian, there's less likelihood of that person surviving, um, whereas modern vehicles have quite a few safety measures. So you're going to have to talk about some pretty high uh, dynamics involved in that situation to cause those deaths when it's a vehicle versus vehicle. Um, so that's why we're seeing such high pedestrian fatalities. Hmm. What about things like speed or drugs or alcohol? Yeah, for contributing factors, we're seeing um, about 10% of our uh, crashes are going to be intoxication uh, related. And that seems to hold steady uh, within those as well. Only 12%? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's a little bit lower than I expected when I was looking at that. Uh, so when I'm looking at a 2022-related um, incidents, we had 14 fatal collisions and five DUI related to those fatalities. Uh, and that number seems to kind of hold steady uh, within those. Hmm. Joseph Merrick, what trends stand out to you in Clackamas County? 
Well, what, what we see is a lot of our crashes involve uh, exper- un- inexperienced drivers, so typically young drivers. Um, we see about 36%. Roadway departure type crashes where people leave their intended lane of travel, about 34%. Um, and then aggressive driving, those things of speeding, following too close, we see about 30%. Those are our really top three contributing factors, and those hold pretty steady over the years. And then you have other things like alcohol and drugs that are contributing factors, and those run for us about 20%. Uh, pedestrian and bikes are about 16%. What do you hope to do, uh, Joe Merrick, in Clackamas County um, with the new federal money? Well, this new federal money is going to um, allow us to take a, a better approach at incorporating equity into our, our safety planning documents, along with incorporating what is called the safe system approach into our planning documents. And the safe system approach, it can be thought of as a just a very holistic way of looking at safety, because we look at safe road users, safe vehicles, safe speeds, safe roads, post-crash care. And then what I love about the safe system approach is it's rooted around the, these fundamental principles that death and serious injury are, are unacceptable, that humans make mistakes, and that we're vulnerable, particularly in terms of the forces that, that may um, be upon us during a crash. Responsibility is shared, and safety is proactive, and safety is, uh, and the redundancy is critical. And so we're going to be able to incorporate this safe system approach into our planning documents, our safety plans, along with a real strong equity lens. So we make sure all of our citizens in the county are served well and um, we can provide, you know, the best opportunities for them to for people to get home to their families every night safely. What's an example of of a a change to the way a, a, a road is signed or engineered that that you've done to make it safer in Clackamas County or, or might do going forward when you take the sort of systems approach? Probably one of the best examples is, is um, providing signing along corridors so that as you traverse a road, you see consistent signs warning of curves, warning of stops, and that we provide slightly higher level of, of uh, signing than what we'd normally be required to do to make sure people can successfully navigate the road. People don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, today I'm going to drive off the road on my way to work. You know, people don't want to crash, crash. That's, you know, expensive. It's dramatic. And so signing is one really low cost way that we can cover a lot of road corridors and um, improve safety. Trevin Upkeys, what about in Salem? And I should say that of the nearly $3.7 million in federal funds that we're talking about, Salem is going to get the lion's share, $2.8 million. What are you going to be doing with it? Yeah, so um, almost all that's going toward, uh, it's going to be used by our public works department. And it's really going to um, kind of complement like what Joseph said. So we're looking at traffic calming measures. Um, we're going to be looking at installing more signage, uh, reducing speed limits uh, in many of our roadways down to 20 miles an hour in residential neighborhoods. Uh, we're going to also add um, 
speed radar signs, uh, really as a traffic calming measure, not necessarily as an enforcement tool, but the lights that flash and show you your speed just to kind of wake drivers up to realize that they need to be engaged, actively engaged in driving and, um, you know, commuting and things like that. We're also going to work on a public education campaign as well as doing some other um, structural changes to roadways. Uh, traffic calming and speed bumps, um, pod potentially pedestrian islands, things of that nature that we've identified. And the police department works closely with the public works department to identify locations that uh, we feel need these types of things. Um, so it's going to take that holistic approach once again, and uh, also taking that equity lens to identify those areas that haven't been uh, served or received dollars to do roadway improvements in uh, recent times. One thing that you didn't really mention there is enforcement, is, is more mm -hmm. people giving tickets or, say, more... Uh, red light cameras taking pictures of people leading to tickets. Do you have the resources now and the inclination now as a department to step up enforcement? Yeah, we've, uh, we're like many law enforcement agencies within the state, we're facing some staffing issues, but we maintain uh, a traffic unit specifically for uh, traffic enforcement and crash investigation of six officers and one sergeant, uh, as well as we do have uh, photo red light and speed on green and um, we're going to continue those processes we work closely with odot for grant funding for um, distracted driving campaigns for um, intoxicated driver campaigns and speed campaigns so we're going to continue with this um, same uh, enforcement push but as well as education really uh, making sure that you know sometimes drivers are just distracted uh, but not with intention and we just need to remind people of where they're at what's going on um, but we will maintain our uh, typical enforcement because that's usually the best way to gain compliance um, or often a way to gain compliance so we'll continue with those things and in our biannual report for um, our photo red light program that we have to submit to the legislature We've seen over the life of that uh, a 57% increase in number of vehicles in our city. So um, holding steady on these types of crashes while an enormous increase of roadway usage is um, actually kind of an interesting take on that and where we're at. Hmm. Joe Merrick, what about people uh, on foot or on bikes or in wheelchairs, people on in anything but cars, what are you doing specifically for them, for the most vulnerable human bodies? So for um, our vulnerable users, um, you know, we're as we're able to fund it, we're we're putting in we're putting in infrastructure such as rectangular rapid flash beacons at at key crossings, and of course we're data driven, so we're looking at where those crashes are occurring and trying to provide those fixes with monies that we have, as well as providing bike facilities. Um, we're building many more separated bike facilities where the bike and pedestrian facilities are physically separated from the roadway by way of a, a curb and a landscape strip as possible. So we're, we are trying to address those, those uh, vulnerable users, particularly in the urban area of the county. And Trevor Upkeys, what about pedestrians, bicyclists, other people not in cars? Yeah, I think we're, we're once again um, following kind of those best practices. We for uh, biking, we've identified bike corridors to kind of funnel um, bike traffic 
to particular areas where we've been able to improve the roadways to allow for a safer uh, passage for bicyclists. Um, with pedestrians, it's similar uh, as to what Joseph was saying with um, flashing lights, the uh, pedestrian safety islands crossing midway. Uh, and then I think we're also going to be focusing more on that education campaign, public education campaign, safe routes to schools, things of that nature, where we're, we're trying to you know remind people how to be um, you know, good users of the roadway when um, out and about, especially in these, we seem to see a trend of um, these fatalities happening in the fall and wintertime when lighting is very difficult. Um, and so making sure that people are staying aware of their surroundings. Trevin Upkeys and Joseph Merrick, thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Trevin Upkeys is Deputy Chief of Field Operations of the Field Operations Division for the Salem Police Department. Joe Merrick is the Traffic Safety Program Manager for Clackamas County. Think Out Loud and all of OPB's reporting in our communities are made possible by the support of our members. Do your part to help make it happen. Become a sustaining member now at opb.org pod.